This is Reverend Chuck Blair. Welcome to our weekly podcast on New Church Live. idea of, of simplicity. And that's, again, where, where, you know, like a lot of services, you try to build it to like the big point. The people got to get here, they're all fired up. Well, today we're kind of like, instead of getting a service that does this, we're going to try to do a service that does this. It comes to a, to a deep point about who we actually are in God's eyes. Now, to start with it, I, I want to ask a question out there. You're welcome to text this answer in. I know we've got a lot of people online who could text answers in. You're welcome to text it in here as well. And it's, it's this question, you know, after we look at how do we declutter our lives, it's, it's, I want to start with the question, like, how do we declutter our lives? All right, let's start with this, though. Let's start with the basic idea of how is your life cluttered today? All right? What is the clutter you're bringing here today? We all have some clutter. Please tell me yes. Yes. All right. So just share for a minute. Online audience is welcome to text it in. What's the clutter you're bringing with you today? All right. Please share that for a quick minute. All right, folks. So, so hearing about clutter and people talking about fears and anxieties and, and challenges and cleaning up after birthday parties and, and all those ideas of clutter. And so, yeah, how do we do that? How do we actually declutter our lives and looking at where does your life feel cluttered? So when we look at where does our life feel cluttered, this is the solution I want to give you. And, and it's, it's not a solution that's necessarily easy. It's, it's one I want you to sit with. I want you to actually sit with it for a while as we go through this service. And it's, it's, it's a solution that comes to this quote here. I climbed down a thousand ladders until I could reach that little clod of earth that I am. And, and it's easy to read that quote and to think of that like, well, well what are you asking? You're trying to say I'm just dirt. No. It's trying to come down to this little part this little clod of, of fertile soil that I am. And we build up a thousand ladders. You know, I got to do this, then 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 I got to do this. And so we have ladder upon ladder upon ladder upon ladder upon ladder. Now, it's important to say those ladders aren't wrong. Like, it's, it's good to really strive for excellence because, ready for this, excellence means you care. Excellence means you care. And the trick is to get these ladders and get that the ladders aren't the point. You know, that's not what we're out to do in our lives is to build as many ladders as we can or to see how high we can necessarily climb. In a way, we do climb high, but in a very important way as well, we use these ladders to climb down, to come to this little clod of earth that I actually am. And if you're here with your kids, it'd be a great time sometime today to share what you see in them. What's that, what's that little piece of soil you see in them? So we climb down to those things, down to this core part, and then we can learn and we can see 
what grows from there? Climbing down a thousand ladders. I, I think of it again like this picture of fire escapes. You know, how is it that we climb down? Because it can just, it can just feel too, yeah, you know, I, I just, I remember so much thinking back to high school. I'm thinking this because we had the back to school blessing service. And I, I kept on thinking, well, if I just climb this ladder and I just reach this point, I'll have it all. And then I got married and had kids and felt like, wow, if I just could climb this ladder and get to this point, I'll be totally fine. For me, just to put numbers on it, I felt once we had a house and once we made $50,000, we'd be set for life. Anyone else struggle? Yeah, have that, have that. I even had down the numbers. And, and, and so those ladders just kept on building. And I, and I feel like that is part of life. Like these ladders do continue to build. But then, but then how do we sort of find our way back? You know, because so much of those ladders can take us away from this divine spark. So I want to talk about what does it look like to actually climb down those thousand ladders? And what does God have to tell us about that? Well, I want to go back to a book called Isaiah. Isaiah is thousands and thousands of years old. Beautiful book. And Isaiah has this beautiful passage where he talks about fasting. Now, fasting was this ancient old tradition where it wasn't about losing weight, by the way, as we would use it today. Fasting was about saying, I'm not going to eat for a certain time because I'm going to make my life really simple so it's just me and God, not me, God, and food. It's just a time where it's just going to be me and God. And Isaiah says, all right, so you have this fasting, but, but what he saw thousands of years ago was, was how fasting was being abused. You know, how people were actually making it a competition. How they were actually making it like a, a holiness challenge. Like, that's great that you fast, but let me tell you how I fast. Where, where it became like this way of differentiating to see who was more holy. That's nuts. But we can get into that. You know, who's holier at this? Who's holier at that? Who does this better? Who does that better? And, and he's saying, no, that's, that's not what a fast actually is. Here's, here's the warning. He says, and this is him speaking for God. Is it a fast that I have chosen? A day for man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush to spread out sackcloth, which were sort of torn rags and ashes? Would you call this a fast? An acceptable day to the Lord? You know, so here are people who literally would like tear their clothes, they, they, they throw all kinds of ash on their head, and they'd be like, look how holy I am. And here's God going, no. That's not necessarily it. That's not the fast that I'm asking for. I'm asking for a very different kind of fast. He's trying to get us to question that. He's trying to get us to see it in a different way, to see our lives in a different way, to really come to to like what a, what a true, actual, God-given simplicity looks like. I want to share with you here a, a reading. In this reading, we're going to have an online viewer actually share it. This is an online viewer from down in Mississippi. And they're going to share this, this reading. And this is, this is part of Isaiah where, where God goes on and he says, oh, this is what I actually mean. This is what fasting looks like. So take a look as Lee shares from Mississippi. The wow, he says, fasting actually works. Take a look.
Go. Hi, I'm Lee, and we are joining you today from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Today's reading comes from Isaiah 58. The kind of fasting I have chosen, says the Lord. To lose the chains of injustice, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke, to share food with the hungry, provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked to clothe them, and not turn away from your own flesh and blood. Thanks. Hope you all have a great service. Lee and her husband travel all over the country in their RV, so they watch us, they watch us online from all kinds of different states. I want, I want us to think about that. Like, how, how do we actually get back to this simplicity? You know, it's, it's a little bit of an aside, but I think it's important. I think, I think so much of, 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 of life is, is we go through these deconstruction phases where we look at faith and, and our view of faith changes necessarily. And it's so easy to get stuck in those times of deconstruction. We call that cynicism, where just everything is negative and we start to just work at tearing everything apart. We can't get stuck with that. And, and it's sort of a siren song to believe that that somehow is simplicity. When I tear it all down, it's not about tearing it all down. It's about climbing down those ladders to find, to continue this journey, to find this true self that then we can reconstruct from that point. Now, as, as the band comes out, I want you to think about how this line goes on, how this passage goes on. It goes on to say this, which I think is just beautiful. The kind of fasting I have chosen to loose the chains of injustice, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke, to share food with the hungry, provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked, to clothe them, and not turn away from your own flesh and blood. And then it goes on in the next passage beautifully. Then your, please tell the L word there, then your light, beautiful, then your light will break forth like the dawn. And your healing will quickly appear. As, as the band comes out, I want you just looking at those lines. Here he's saying how our light, how our light and our healing go together. You know, this, this true fasting that is actually a, a going down to the very core and then this moving out into the world, that that's where we'll actually come together. And that's where we'll put together this idea of light and healing. And that's where the world can start to change. When we come back, I'm going to talk about that a little more. And most importantly, we're going to hear from some members of the congregation about how this actually works. And most importantly, to actually see how it works in our lives. As we look at, again, this idea that when we find our light, we find our healing. And what happens there is we fall back in love with the music that is community, the music that is connection, the music that in the end is love. So, so that memory back to like coming back to, to what that music is and, you know, a few online folks, uh, you know, one person from Western Pennsylvania, just too much information, just there's just too much information, too much focus on technology, forgetting about the human connection. 
medical stuff that just, again, that just seems like we know more and more, but it's harder and harder to make decisions. That idea of, of how hard it is to, to actually trust, you know, like, like trust is this elusive thing that we're constantly sort of casting around for. Like all those are parts of our minds that get cluttered up. And, and again, how do we just sort of breathe and come down to this light? Breathe and come down to this light. Not easy to do. The passage goes on, and it, it says incredibly beautiful things. I mean, this line here, if you extend your soul to the hungry, then your light shall be in the darkness, and the darkness shall be like noonday, and your darkness shall be like noonday. Hmm. That idea of simplicity, so incredibly important. I mean, just a little line that's just beautiful about the simplicity and, and finding quieter spots in our life is this, is this great Quaker law. Quakers are not big on laws, but they're big on this one, which is don't say anything unless you can improve on the silence. Isn't that a good line? And that really, I think, gets to it a lot. And that silence, that breath, that connection, that Sabbath, that shalom, that peace we spoke of a few weeks ago. It's an uncluttered peace. Understanding that, and when we live into that place, I love this line that Isaiah has about the Sabbath. If you call the Sabbath your delight, a delight, you will find your, your joy. In the Lord. Now, here's, here's a whole other line of thinking. This is new church stuff. I got a whole sermon planned on this, so I'm just going to throw it out there as a teaser. I wonder this. I think this is part of what new church goes towards. That joy is what frees you. Think about that for a minute. That joy is what frees you. I think with our lives, we, we have so much going on, and, and how do we do it? So, so I'm going to ask you to do just a few hand gestures here. I'm just going to ask you to hold out your hand, all right? If you got a lot of stuff, you get to hold out two hands. If you got a lot of stuff, we had retirees down here like, no, I just, I'm just not holding a whole lot right now. But if you are, hold two, hold two hands out. So much of it, again, just like these beautiful, beautiful little picture there, so much of it is like, how do we put down the money to pick up the one? How do we put down the many to pick up the one? That one thing that can make a difference, that one thing that somehow shifts us, that way we can go down a thousand ladders to that one little clod of earth that I am. And it's, it's funny, folks, right? Like how that simplicity can just, when we see it, it can just sort of shock us. You know, I was, I was out in the Lancaster area uh, last week, and you know, I'm driving along, I got a wedding out there for a new church live parishioner, my mind's on a million and one things, and, and I look over, and I look over across the street, I'm going to step over here, and, and here's this, this Amish dad with his little girl, and they're both carrying a bucket with food that they're going to be giving out there to the chickens. I'm like, oh, that's Sabbath. That's peace. That's calm. That's a way to move beyond our, our frenetic lives. 
Now, what I want to do is, is I want to get, get down to this light as best we can. So what I'm going to ask for is I'm going to ask for six volunteers who'd be willing to come on up and stand and, and sit down right over here. And we're going to be asking you a couple of questions. And these are the questions that we're going to have coming up. The first question is going to be, in God's eyes, this is what I know you are not. And the second question is going to be, in God's eyes, this is what I know you are. You're going to be telling the other line of volunteers here. So do we have six people? And if so, please, I ask you to come on forward. And folks, just to get them coming forward, give them a warm round of applause and thank them for coming forward in advance. Wait a minute, I don't see any people yet. Come on, folks, be brave. Can I, can I have some people? Please, you'll be like my best friend. I'll buy you free pizza, you know. It's all good. Just watch your step here, Beth. Watch your, watch your step. Thank you. Just watch your step there. Watch your step. Why don't you step? Thanks, my jeans. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. All right. So give these folks one more round of applause, please. You know, I know this is... And no one is allowed to know this. This is like top secret, but it's Mark's birthday today. Just, just, just. <laughs> 35 never looked so good, Mark. Just so you know. All right. What I want you to do is, you're seated across from someone, and what I want you to do is, is and I'm going to pass, even made a little cheat sheet here for you guys. So you're going to say, in God's eyes, this is what I know you are not. And just fill in the blank. Like, this is what I know you are not. And I'm thinking for me, like, one of the things I, I know is, is like, Mark, I know you are not your resume. All right? Just going to make him cry almost. <laughs> no, no, you're not your resume. So however the Spirit moves you to complete that sentence, go ahead. In God's eyes, this is what I know you are not, worthless. Oh, that's good. Is it to one person? Yeah, to one person. In God's eyes, this is what I know you are not, forgotten. Beautiful. In God's eyes, this is what I know you are not, a quitter. Oh, my goodness. I don't need to preach anymore. Now flip it over. You guys are number two. In God's eyes, this is In what God's I mean. eyes, this is what I know you are. A good person. In God's eyes, this is what I know you are. Generous. In God's eyes, this is what I know you are. Enough. Oh, folks, give him a round of applause. That was beautiful. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Don't oh, freeze for a minute. Back down. Oh. Back down first. What a rotten bunch of volunteers. You got up here. Yes, thank you. So, so folks, just, just think, like, how many of those spoke to you? Right? Totally spoke to us. Did you, did you sense the decluttering there? The focus in? 
on what's true, what matters, what lasts. Like church, communion, community. It's whether it's a church, a synagogue, whatever. This, this is humanity. This is what we are to share with each other. Not judgments, worries, concerns, fears. When you sense this, like I just get such a strong sense of, again, like this is all about climbing down those, those thousand ladders, right? To just, to just this little clod of earth that each one of you beautiful souls, each one, each one of you beautiful souls are. Not striving to be, not trying to be, not could be, not should be, like none of that. It's, it's coming down to who you actually are. And you said it to a stranger. That's beautiful. That's a prayer. That's the divine spark. Give them one round of applause, folks, as they leave the stage here. Thank you, guys. Scott, can you just make sure nobody falls off the edge there? Yeah, that's right. We just want to make sure that none of the divine sparks fall off the stage. That's what we're... Uh, that's what Pastor Chuck's biggest concern is. Boy, that was that was deeply that was deeply precious. So, from a new church perspective, the highest form of wisdom is intuition, is perception. It amazes me how when we calm down and we declutter our minds, we get rid of so much, and we come down to this little light, this little clod of earth that we are, what can happen there? And most importantly, what God gives us to know in that place. It truly is like it's, it's just stunning in a certain way. No one gave the wrong answer. Isn't that crazy? And I didn't need to coach people to give the right answer. Like, nobody said, you are not ever going to be enough. Like, you know, <laughs> we just don't do that. We, we, just, we just know. And like, that, that, should, that should just bring a clarity to our lives, a deep and beautiful clarity. What happens when we go down, we climb down these thousand little stairs to this little clod of earth that we are, when we get clear, when we allow the Sabbath, that peace, to become our joy, when we allow that joy to change our lives, when we understand that, that fasting is not about this inactivity, sort of this righteous inactivity, that, that fasting is actually about getting rid of what's urgent and focusing deeply on what's important. I want to say that again, getting rid of what is urgent, phone calls, emails, text messages, and getting back to what is important, which is love, which is connection, which is how we see each other. That's what this is about. That's why simplicity is so important. It's such an important spiritual principle. In a sense, folks, as senior pastor of New Church Live, 
a more important question than how big we can get as a church? Ready for this? Is how small we can get. Small in terms of really seeing each other. And we could be a church of 5,000 and still be a very small church, by the way. We can do that. But that seeing is what matters. See, see, the clod of earth, it's beautiful. In the beginning of the Bible, Genesis, God says to Adam, he says, you are earth and into earth you shall return. You hear those lines a lot, or you are dust is actually the way it's translated a lot. And I always thought, well, that's kind of nasty of God. <laughs> you know, like you're dust and you're going to be dust. That's, I don't think anymore that's what it's really talking about. I think he's talking about this. You are this beautiful little clod of earth out of which beautiful things will grow. You'll lose track of that. But you're made for that. You're made of that. You're made to do that. And God would say, I'm going to bring you home. I'm going to bring you back to that. And your job is to watch it grow. I want to give people a chance to actually pull this into their lives. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little prayer thing up here. And the way these prayer cards work, for those of you who have been at New Church Live before have done these, we have a lot of first-time people here today. For the on- online audience, you're welcome to just text this, these answers into me. You're more than welcome to come down front. We're going to have some background music. Write out, what's that one little thing? Like, what did this service kind of spark in your mind? What's something you'd like me to pray for to help you return to? And then we gather all these, and then I'll pray over them this week. Praying for you, really praying with you for these things. As we try to come back to this precious little piece of earth that we are. So, the music's going to play. I want to invite people now who'd like to write down a little prayer to please come forward and do that. To get ready for this, let's just all take a great big breath. Think for a minute. What is that precious little piece? What is that preciousness? Picture your lives with the clutter pushed away. Having climbed down a thousand ladders to that little clod of earth that you are. For earth you are. And to earth, God says, you shall return. Amen. So, Lord, as the music plays, help us to remember the music. Music, Lord, that continues to guide us back to who we truly are. It gives us an understanding of fasting that is a fasting that is about a clarifying so that we can better serve others and serve you. Lord, a second simplicity. There's that first simplicity of infancy, Lord, a beautiful time to witness, a beautiful time to be part of, Lord, stir in our hearts this, a second simplicity. 
Not the simple is easy, but just the simplicity, Lord, that pushes the clutter aside, reminds us who we are, reminds us of who we are to each other, reminds us of you, and launches us out on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Let us go forth from here, Lord, smiling. Let us go forth from here, Lord, with joy and passion. Let us go forward, Lord, with eyes filled with joy, with simple joy. A creation, what we can be to each other. A beautiful Sunday afternoon, Lord. In your name, this Sunday we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can support this podcast at www.newchurchlive.tv. 